He was her best friend with benefits, and she was ready to spend the rest of her life with him. Yeah, until he turned around and cheated on her with a guy. What? That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is doomed. Okay, so today we interviewed Montana Duran. She is a comedian and a podcaster. Hey, y'all, it's Lace. And it's Catherine. And welcome to another episode of Cheaties Podcast. That's right. Uh, thank you for joining us. We had a we had a, a bit of a break. And now we're back stronger than ever. We, we're working on a new format. We're bringing the cheating to you uh, quicker and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and sharper. Quicker, quicker and deeper and sharper. That sure. sounds like mm-hmm. the most dangerous sex that mm-hmm. a person could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that how y'all do it over there in that in that hot tub household? Cabin? Yep, yep. We yep. just we put all of our clothes on and we listen to an episode <laughs> of Cheaties, and then we at the end we go, "That was great." And I hadn't done that in a while, and then uh, we go to bed. <laughs> mm. Great, yeah. fantastic. Um, God, I had I had so much fun interviewing Montana today with you, mainly not just because I adore Montana and I love saying her name over and over. It makes me very happy. Uh, she's so lovely and sweet and fun. But mainly, Catherine, I just enjoyed recording it because I miss your face. Yeah, we haven't been together in a while. We haven't looked at each other in a while. We, uh, really but we will be together this Friday in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, thank you. Very nice. A show. I'll tell you. Yeah. Tell tell, tell the people more. Yeah. Yeah. Belfast. Is that what they call it? Or Bell Festival? How's it? I I don't know anything about it, but I'm jazzed to be on it. I tell you that. We are co-hosting. We're co-hosting. We're co-headlining the uh, comedy stage at Second Belfast. It's a waterfront festival, music and comedy festival in Knoxville this Friday, the 27th. And That's the right. show, I'll tell you. <laughs> the show is the show's at a time when you can Google it. Oh, yeah. People should do that. Yeah. If y'all are in or near Knoxville, Tennessee, look it up. Friday, um, August 27th, we will be there. It's a great lineup of all sorts of artists. Like you said, it's music and comedy. And uh, it's I, I saw the lineup and it looks pretty, pretty cool. I'm just excited to be out on the road again doing stuff. And for us to catch up, I think that'll be a good time. I got a lot of stories for you, but we'll save that for the catch-up app. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the other thing. We we thank y'all so much for being patient and cool with us. We had to take off a week. Uh, we'll, like we said, we'll get more into it on our next catch-up episode. But uh, Catherine went away. She went out of town to turn 30. So that's what she did. Catherine, how's it feel? How does 30 feel? I feel wise and I feel strong. Mm. And uh, mm. my mind, my body's my body's deteriorating quickly. Yes, yes, um, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I feel, I feel, I don't. I feel like a monster. Like I feel like I'm about to just explode. Like everyone's gonna be like, "Damn, she's so talented and smart." And I just, you know, and so you feel like explode, like like implode, like you feel like you're just about to sabotage no, everything and like, ruin it. You feel like no. or things are just about to take off. It's gonna be in- unfair. I feel unfair to everyone oh, else because I'm wow. just gonna be. I'm just feel like so 
good at everything. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. I remember those feelings. Those are good. They'll 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 wane. They'll subside. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. They won't stick around too long. Just just now is the time. If I could impart any any wisdom onto you, is uh, now just you know start using a good a good neck serum. So, I yeah, my neck. Are, well, we'll get into that. But I did. I went skydiving, and then I uh, I was at a wedding where the bride really liked to headbang a lot, but her hair oh. was up, and so I mm-hmm. just I headbanged for her. Oh, fantastic! And very uh, cool. Yeah, and I'm sore. So this is the day after I turned thirty. Yeah, so yeah, like- yeah. Yep, you'll get a lot more days like that. So uh, get ready for waking up, and things will just crack on your body that used to just be you know, just, uh, real, real loose before and things you never even thought about, uh, joints, uh, muscles, things you didn't know that were there that could ruin an entire weekday. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout for those and, you know, just get that, get those Botox appointments on the calendar. You know, I'm fine. I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be the comedian that just talks about their droopy body parts on stage. Oh, so me. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. All right, Catherine. Well, uh, we'll have to catch up more on our catch up. But in the meantime, y'all, please check out our show that is going to be live in Knoxville, Tennessee on August 27th at Second Belfast. And uh, yeah, to, other than today, that. Yeah, check out this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think they're already checking it out, Catherine. Yeah, right good. You're doing a good, you have, you're starting off well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Montana Duran. On the pod, uh, I she is she. If you're if you're a if you're a a woman listening, she's she is you at the age of sixteen to twenty six. That's how I would describe it. She's every woman age twenty sixteen to twenty six. Yeah, uh, finding herself, figuring it out, mm-hmm. goofy mm-hmm. with a touch with a touch of uh of sensitive. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is a this is a, a yet another coming of age story. It is. It is. Yeah. So uh it's coming of age and coming to Jesus. That's how we would say there this go. story is. Uh ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy Montana Duran. Hey listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Cheated? so you can go home and enjoy the rest of your summer. All right, y'all, we've got Montana in the house. Montana, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> so good right Yeah, right now. before we hit the recording button, you said I'm saying some prayers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have to make sure Jesus is with me when I'm about, for what I'm about to do because I've went through a lot of healing yes. and I'm about to dredge up a lot of um, trauma, so I needed to pray. Okay, okay, so we've got Montana and Jesus in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. hasn't always been the case with no. some episodes. Um, yeah. We got we got uh, we got two guests with us today. <laughs> Honestly, Maybe three if you count the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I was just about yes. to say. Did we did we bring them in too? I'm not sure. Okay, so <laughs> we got the Trinity here. 
yes, <laughs> yes. We got well, the and Holy we've got Ghost. and we've got all of mine and Catherine's demons. So okay, so <laughs> it welcome. is a full house. There's 2,123 of us here today. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally spit out my water while I was drinking. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, if, if there was like demons, if there, if my shoulder truly had like the demon and the shoulder or and this angel kind of thing, I would walk with a limp because this my demon <laughs> side would be so weighted Real heavy. down. Real heavy, yeah, a <laughs> lot of hot. weight. Yeah, exactly. I'll add you to my prayer list. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, right, Montana. So... We know, yes, we know that you, uh, you got Jesus on your side. Has Jesus always been on your side? We're about to find about out. To find <laughs> this is a good segment. Do you so, want to know? I know this breakup is what led me to Jesus. You know? Oh, <laughs> okay. Even better. All right. Even better. So Montana, take us back to a time when you were lonely and ain't no Jesus around. Okay, take us back to to the beginning of this catalyst for your walk in faith. Uh, who is Montana then? What is the beginning of this relationship? What uh, what is she looking for? What does she want? Where is she? And scene. Um, okay, I like to call these my BC days. And mm-hmm. BC Good. days, okay? Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. 17 years old, okay? I had just okay. moved to a new high school. Okay. I was, I lived in a town called Habersham. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of it. It sounds uh, like a fabric store. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, it's bad, okay? So then, but I grew up there. It's a very small town, so I had a very, like, big fish small pond you know Bye. yeah okay so then I come to this big pond little fish no friends okay and so I literally first day of school eating lunch in the bathroom so socially awkward oh, I lunch in the bathroom that's that's like a I thought that only happened in tv shows no it happened to me like oh. real life mean girls like I was so awkward so I just like really needed some friends okay so I made friends with this group of friends they were not the best you know I was like um easy target you know (laughs) sure no way I I want I want to clarify I want to clarify something real quick because you said you were 17 so did you move in your senior year my 11th grade year oh wow my parents hated me yeah. I was gonna say that's a really tough time to move. This is this is straight up Mean Girls, like Katie yeah. coming mm-hmm. from Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except I came from Habersham, where <laughs> where all you did was make a little. There was only five upholstered chairs. And I became friends with them, so okay. let's just say that. Okay, I became. Okay. I found my five in, okay? in the new high school. No, at the old high in Habersham. Anyway, gotcha. I didn't belong. To Habersham. Anyway, anyway. Gotcha. <laughs> Okay. We're now yeah, now you're eating a croissant on a toilet. You meet these yep. girls. Got you. Looking back, yep. terrified. So I made friends with these girls and they were just terrible girls, but they had um some boyfriends and then we were all friends, like we all hung out, but I was just like their friend, you know. I was the funny friend always usually because mm. I was you know. So yes. I was just around because I could make them they all like they had all their boyfriends and then it was literally just like me like because yeah. I'm funny and so that was fine um <laughs> I, I I used to have a joke about that and I was like 
it was it didn't get a bunch of laughs, but I used to be like I would I would drive my friends out in high school and they'd be making out in the back seat and they just I just feel thuds when I was in the driver's seat <laughs> until the Mazda logo was imprinted into my forehead. So yeah. I feel you. I, I yeah. was I was the funny friend with all the girlfriends that had boyfriends. Okay. I, I was the was one fine. in the back seat. Yeah, we know. <laughs> and we know I was it. hilarious. Yeah, so I yeah, was, we got I it. was both Okay, the best of both worlds. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, but, and I grew up with brothers, so I was always, like, really awkward with guys, kind of. Mm -hmm. So I was very awkward. So anyway, long story short, like, everyone graduates. Those girls, that girl, they all break up, and one of the girls, like, ends up cheating on one of the guys, and me and him become, like, best friends um, because we go to the same college, like, and we, because we stayed Cause since I had moved, um, in 11th grade, I was like, I'm not trying to move for college. Like I was depressed. I was like, I am just going to go to this school right here, stay in my mom's basement, save money, like all this. So me and that guy became really good friends because we were going to the same school and we literally lived like a mile away from each other. Okay. So we became like best friends. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, sh- are you shaking? Are you yes, nervous? The only to time tell I've this? ever told this story was to Catherine on my I, podcast at the very last part. Like I, I thought I was going to take the story to the grave, but it's too good. Anyway, I know, uh, and you skimmed over it then, so I'm excited to hear the whole thing. Yeah, okay, so I love right right before we started. Montana's like, I thought I would never tell anybody this, and I was like, Oh, honey, that's what we do. We make yeah. people tell things that they don't want to tell anybody. That they thought they were taken to the grave. We maybe we should have called this podcast to the grave. To the grave. To the grave. <laughs> so that's a grave. Like got really Catherine's <laughs> like, like that's that the down? title. Okay. <laughs> Don't be nervous, Montana. It's okay. It's okay. I know. Enough time Wait. has passed since then. So I think No, but yeah. he literally stalks me, so he'll probably find this. He it's crazy ish. Anyway, we'll get there. He's crazy. But okay. um we become really good friends. Um, in college, we're living really close. We become super tight. I, it's like I said, my BC days. So I, and like, I'm awkward with guys. So I end up becoming like friends with benefits with this guy, you know, like, because oh. you know, mm-hmm. it's just convenient. And also like, I don't know, I'm weird about it. Like, I want to trust you. Like we were best friends, whatever. But of course, like, oh my God, if you, I was, I caught feelings. And yeah. it was weird. It and so we got we did so it kind of got on and off because we would always like go on vacations together and it was like we were like what are we doing like we're doing all the couple things we're just not putting a label on it and so it went on and on for like two years of like that and then towards the end so did you sorry no did you ever push for that did you push for a relationship or ask for it or were you just like no I'm along for the ride and wherever I kind of just goes. went along for the ride I yeah. just was along for the ride because I didn't care because I knew he wasn't hanging out with anybody else like we were oh. together every single day so it was like Got it. yeah there was I no competition care. so no competition. why try and train harder right sure <laughs> sure I get that I get well, the it turns out there was some competition that I just didn't know yeah, about. Didn't know about. Uh, yeah, you're sitting you know, here you're sitting here walking when you should you gotta be wearing Gotcha. So so he also had um a roommate that I was really good friends with as well. We were all like the three musketeers. So mm-hmm. at this time 
So I went to UNG and there's two campuses. There's a campus in Oakwood and there's a campus in Dahlonega. So we had started out at the Oakwood one. And then like about two years in, we moved to Dahlonega or they moved to Dahlonega, him and the roommate. I'm familiar with Dahlonega. I was just in Dahlonega last week. And um, it's funny because I've lived in Georgia my entire life and you have now listed two cities that I've never heard of ever. So Habersham and Oakwood, but go ahead. When you said Oakwood, I was like, are we in California now? Dude, she just, she moved, she moved from a, a furniture store to a, a wood furniture store. I mean, to a, a wood cloth f- fabric to fabric a furniture store, store to a furniture store. That's okay. Good. Yeah. She just got well, I'm all. named Montana. Like, what do y'all want from me? None, you're like, right. You're right. This is too, we sh- we're putting too much on you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I am, you cut me open. I bleed red, white, and blue. <laughs> no, that's just quoting the Hank Williams song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. so okay, you so you're living on the back of a truck. <laughs> you're not pushing okay, for so. a relationship. Not yep. no. I was a cool girl, you know. It's, mm-hmm. I'm a loser, actually. Anyways. <laughs> So, okay, looking back, I'm like, wow, I was a loser. Okay, so the, the him and the roommate moved to Dahlonega, and we, you know, start going up there a lot. And, you know, me and him were good friends, and this is when I was starting to try to, like, push for the relationship, because I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what the heck? And, like, you're hanging out with my family. Like, stop. I'm going to your family. Like, so we were, like, trying. Um, but we were also, like, partying a lot. There was a lot of things going on, a lot of crazy times in life. And um, there was this roommate and all of my girlfriends, I would bring around the roommate would be like, Montana, he's gay. And I would be like, no, he's not. He's not gay. The roommate you're talking the about. The roommate. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Wait, this is um, your roommate or the roommate of the guy that you're the guy I'm dating? With? The guy I'm benefiting dating. The, you're Ashton Kutcher. Yes, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, his uh-huh. roommate. Okay, should okay. I give him a name? Yes, it's yes. Ashton I think Kutcher. It'd be easier to keep track. Of. His roommate's name is um. What is the guy from that '70s show? Will Wilmer. Will Fez. Fez. Okay. Fez. Okay. His so, roommate says. Yes. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. His roommate Fez, okay? So Fez, everyone I bring around Fez, they're like, Fez is gay. Fez is mm-hmm. super gay. And I'm like, no, he's not. Like, no. And then I start, I'm like, oh, maybe he is. And so I start asking questions and like, you know, being the person I am because I have a lot of friends. I want to set, I love to set people up. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking anything could ever like with you know the guy sure, 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 sure. because we're you know we're I'm not thinking anything okay I'm like and when I'm starting to figure out that he's gay he's like please don't tell the guy Ashton please don't tell Ashton he's like please don't tell Ashton Ashton will want to move out like Ashton can never find out so he finally like opened up to me he's like I am gay like I have a boyfriend like I've been seeing this guy super low-key like he finally like broke down and told me he's like but you cannot tell Ashton like Ashton will move out and I'm like okay okay I would never tell Ashton like I bible like swear right so um I didn't but things but there was something even though we were always effed up like 
things just kept being weird because we went to like the Georgia Florida game and because mm-hmm. that was like something on my bucket list because Fez's boyfriend lived in Florida so he mm-hmm. met us at the game okay this is where the plot thickens we went to the okay. Georgia Florida game because I'm like I was born in Florida so like I'm a Florida fan and they were all Georgia fans and I was like I want to go it's like cute yeah and um this is so the, the Olympics of of oh, Southeast yeah. America of yeah yeah the SEC yeah. yeah, literally. Yeah. 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 Red, white, and blue. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> sure. So we go meet the boyfriend down there. And I guess this is when Ashton figures out Fez has a boyfriend. Okay. And we're all staying at my grandma's house. And um, Fez doesn't come back to my grandma's house. He goes to be with his boyfriend because that's sure. what you do. You know, yeah. you go out. But me and Ashton go back to my grandma's house. And Ashton is in his feels. Oh. Like Ashton is so sad. Like very sad. And y'all have just spent the entire day like at the Georgia Florida game but with the four of you, right? Yeah. You? And my cousin, my little cousin was there because my cousin's okay. in Florida. And it was like a whole thing. Like it was okay. like, and we were staying at my grandmother's house. Like yeah, it was like, you know, because she lives down there. Like, it was a whole thing. And so uh, we get back to her house and I'm trying to like, you know, and you know, Florida won. I was feeling good. <laughs> sure. You're like, chomp my gator. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chomp, mm-hmm. chomp, chomp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but Ashton wouldn't do it ah. and he was on his phone in his feels wow and it wasn't and you knew it wasn't because of like the game or anything like you know it was or, because he was worried about where fez was ah. and who fez was with mm. and so then do you think he had, well maybe i'm getting ahead of myself here but do you think it's because he just had found out he was gay or well, he because had, he had a boyfriend I think he had found out like a few weeks before we were going because he knew he was meeting us there. So it wasn't like he was surprised when we got there. Like he knew what to expect, you know? Got it. Yeah. And this had been like, it had been drama. Like you. Sure. Because when he came out to me, like it was like, honestly, it was weird because it was like these big secrets. He was keeping these secrets from this Mm -hmm. person that he was super close with. And then I was keeping secrets from him. So like it all just had to come out. And it came out before we went and he got in. So I was like, I kind of confronted him in that moment when I see him be sad on the phone. And I'm like, why are you upset about where he like, what? Like, I'm literally hello, like, right. He, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, I just can't right now. Like, I just, I can't, I'm sick to my stomach. And I'm like. But he wouldn't tell you why? He wouldn't tell me why, but in my head, I'm like oh, what in the hell is going on? Like, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. so, I, that's when the wheels that's start when turning. The, oh, okay. That's when you finally start like, figuring stuff out. Oh, my God. Okay, so yeah. I we go back to Georgia, and, like, I'm telling you the ride home. I have videos on my Snapchat, like, close friends, because I was being, like, he was in the backseat in his feelings the whole time, like, would not talk to Fez would not do anything and I was I remember call like calling him names I'm like why are you being such a little wuss like <laughs> I was just like Damn, what is like really I was deep. like trying I was kind of bullying him a little bit so now maybe that you're like, maybe you're the mean girl Montana. yeah mm. the bullied become the bully Reginana 
That doesn't sound <laughs> like Montana at all. Virginia. Okay. So the plot thickens. Okay, so we get back to Georgia, and it's still super weird. Things are weird, but we end up, like, one Sunday, like, going out to eat with this girl. She invites me to go to this, like, church conference. And I, I'm telling you, I was living very bad, like, strung out on drugs, like, drinking excessively, like, and I had just got back from this game, and she was like, uh, do you want to go to this conference with me? And so I ended up going with her. And that's when I started like going back to church. Okay. That's where mm-hmm. Jesus comes into the place. Okay. So mm-hmm. I start going back to church and I start realizing all this, like I get stopped doing drugs and stuff and I'm like, okay, something's going on. And about a month after coming back to church and stuff, I'm like, I invited him to come with me. And so he comes to church with me. <laughs> and then after church, he calls me crying. And he's like, I have to tell you something. And I'm like, what? And he's like, everything that you thought, because I had confronted him a few weeks ago. I was like, you, something's going on with you guys. Like, this is weird. Mm -hmm. How you acted in Florida was weird. Like, figure it out. And so he finally came to church with me. And then he still was like, I can't even like deal with this anymore. Like, I have what you thought was true. Like, I hooked up with Fez. Wow. And the thing is, is like, then I like, was like, well, come over to my house. Like, and he comes over and he like explains everything to me. And I like asked for every detail, which I should not have. Yeah. No one should ever ask for details. I will. I I I didn't say I wouldn't. I have. I'm saying no one should. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. so here's, here's two body pillows. Yeah. Show, show me, me on the pillow. <laughs> exactly what yeah. you did. Yeah. And the worst part is, is it wasn't even one time. It was like multiple times, like when they lived together. Yeah. And I was just so, and I really thought that I was going to marry this guy. So I was like, yeah, let's make it work. <laughs> Wait, so he tells you all this and then you're you're still like we can make this work? And you're not even a fish. Honey, he's telling you that he's gay and he's been with this other dude and, and you're no, like that's like, okay. Like, and you're like can, we'll get married. We can this fix weekend. it. Yeah, we'll get married. We'll do it the Habersham way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll pray no, the, we'll pray the gay away. Yeah. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Montana, come on, baby. Come on. No, I was, I was not as, I took it so personal in the moment. I was like, I made him this way. But then looking back, I'm like, all the signs were there. All the signs were there. Like looking back, there was like people in like high school, like him in his high school. I was like, wait, in high school, he like ran cross country. And like, there was like some weird stuff. Like, and then like, they wouldn't come back out of the woods for a while. They're like, Damn, somebody must have sprained an ankle. <laughs> this is, wow, they've been. I haven't run a whole marathon. I haven't this run is a long time back yet. <laughs> no, but yeah, I tried to make it. Essentially, Oof. I tried to make it work with him, and then it would be, it would be so toxic because I would bully him because I just, yeah. So yeah, there we go. Okay. There it is. There's all there my dirty laundry. Wow. So, but it led me to Jesus. Okay. So, well, so, so <laughs> okay. So, couple, <laughs> couple of things here. So, I, I'm really curious though about his relationship with Fez. So. 
they oh, oh, God, do you okay. think that they moved in together like did they already know each other before they were roommates or do you think they hooked up because they were roommates mm, good question that's, good where, question. that's a very good question because that's in my in his this is the thing this is why i think he's still obsessed with me because he trusted me with this and he was like please don't ever tell anyone and i've told a lot of people especially now yeah <laughs> definitely now yeah yeah but You've specifically I, told my mom, so I yeah. just want to let you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, when I told my mom, it was over with. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but I really think he has a lot of like family stuff, and then when he moved in, I don't think it's. I think it's like a that person thing. I don't necessarily know, but I'm like. It's just so much. He he's never moved on from it, and that's what breaks my heart. Like he's never actually moved on from it, or talked about it, or like healed from it, or like dated anybody are, else. Are you talking about Fez or Ashton? I'm talking about Ashton. Ashton. And I think oh. Ashton. I think I think Fez is actually Fez and still Fez still has a boyfriend and yeah. he is still living he's that way. Out living life. No, yeah. but he's not necessarily out to his family. His family just thinks it's oh. his roommate. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Got it. All right. But because but Ashton is like old, but Ashton is super in denial. Mm. Oh, but I hard. think Ashton really had a super weird. We all had a super weird bond with Fez because Fez, Fez is like, it was just a weird. He's a freaking narcissist anyway. But Fez like took care of Ashton like mm. Fez's parents paid for the house basically while they were in college oh like, wow Fez's parents had all the money so he would like hold this like control over Ashton oh, yeah and so I think Ashton had this sick like bond to him because he has like bad daddy issues and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and Fez so yeah that's interesting this is all very interesting so well it sounds like to me that Ashton could is most likely bi or gay and For is sure. not okay with being out with that. And he might be just having to unfortunately live a closeted life, which sounds sad. It breaks my heart. Yeah. 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 So you literally like, I have him blocked on everything, but he'll still like try to reach out to me and like, literally like he made a TikTok just to follow me the other day. I had to block him on there. Like it's so weird. We have n- it's been literally like five years. Because because you don't want to get be, be in even a friendship relationship with him. You're just like I'm done with that. I don't think I can because I really did like want to be with him, and I even like I don't even know if I could make it work now because I've done all you know. You know I make jokes about it like, and I it hurt me. I don't think he even understands how it hurt me. You know he's yeah. I don't even know. Well, so he's okay. probably and, dealing with his situation, his own tra- trauma. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah. you can you can be sympathetic to other people, you have to be able to be healed yourself. And you it sounds like he, both yeah. of you are kind of like, and no fault, but like both, you know, he's like still dealing with probably having feelings that he's not comfortable coming out with. And that's, yeah. that's, a, yeah. that's a deep, dark whole life I can't even imagine being in and like and you're still like but I've never gotten the apology that I feel like I needed that I you know I was with you I liked you I had feelings for you and the whole time you were with somebody else and I didn't know you weren't being honest and the thing is is we were like having hooking up like every single day so that's why I didn't understand like I'm like when do you have time 
are you a sex addict? Like, right. That is actually the number one question that this podcast <laughs> yeah, has how, asked how, every episode. Yeah, how do you have time? How did this person have two relationships? Yeah. Um, and so many cheaters are really good at multitasking. Mm-hmm. And I told, and that's where I, Catherine, I agree with what you're saying because we, the last time I had contact with him was like at the beginning of the year, somehow he got unblocked. And I literally had, I said, you really need to talk to someone. And until you talk to someone, like, I can't talk to you because I think I would be his friend because I, um, I have removed myself from that and I do have feeling and I do have, you know, all this and I would have a friendship with him, but I can't until you heal yourself because you're unhealthy. It's just going to bring up that toxic cycle. And so I was like, until you go talk to someone and like deal with this, I can't, you know, have you in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a healthy boundary. Well, that's, I was going to say that's healthy boundary. And I'm glad you, you said that to them, but I'm, I bet you a million dollars that in their mind, talking to you and getting to talk to someone from that time of their life is part of probably part of their healing in their mind is, yeah. you know, you, you were one of the few people who knew everything and you were the closest to them and they probably don't have much connection to the outside, but that's not the burden for you to bear. You're yeah. I'm like, Dang, do I need to unblock it? Well, <laughs> if it's not, I mean, it's, it's and it not, doesn't, that's a, that that's for you yeah. to decide. Yeah. If it's not, if it's not going to do healthy things for you, you, yeah. you can only give people what you have capacity to give. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you still have some healing to do and you, you haven't, truly dealt with how you felt about all of that, then you're not going to be much of a help to them. But I'm just saying in their mind, they're probably thinking you're their one connection that they can still talk about this part of their life with. And that's probably why they're constantly reaching out to you, unless they're reaching out to you with like crazy information or, you know, hateful things or whatever. I don't know. Trying to get back together and you're like, Oh yeah. And that shouldn't happen. Don't do that. Don't do that. Montana. No, yeah. this is not a healthy relationship in that in mm-hmm. that capacity. And we know because we are, and I because and I, I can't think... stress enough how trained uh, we are trained yeah. psychiatrists. Yes, uh, yes, certified by. Uh, uh, so sorry, um, untrained psychologist, untrained. psychiatrist, sure. untrained, sure. untrained, uh, certified by the internet. Yeah, <laughs> same. You can do whatever you want on the internet. You mm-hmm. truly can. You really yeah. can. Um, yeah. Do you, is there any other parts of the story that we, that we missed or can we ask you some wrap up questions about it? You can ask me whatever you want. I think that's <laughs> it. I literally feel empty. Like I'm like, I just, now I'm like, oh my God, do I need to apologize? Like, no, 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 I think, no, I think no, what you're no. saying is like, I'm, like I'm trying to see some, their side of why they're still trying to contact you. Yeah, that's what but I'm I can, trying. I'm saying that I could see from both sides. I could see where yeah. There's, yeah. where there's the hurt from both sides, and why why this relationship hasn't been mended is probably because mm-hmm. both sides are hurt and like so hurt. Maybe even on on his side, like he's so he has some other issues with it that he hasn't healed yet, mm-hmm. and he may be you know, looking to you in a way that's unhealthy for you. And so it just mm-hmm. is like, yeah. it's like when you put like two positive magnets together and they, and they, they, you know, they don't, they're not going together. It's because you both need something that the other person, it's hurtful for the other person to get yeah, right. that person. Right. Um, as so that, yeah, I might, as much as I might be like a safe place for him to come, like, feel like he could talk to me. He thinking going back to talk to him, like makes me just think of like, all this, you know, all the sure. things that you couldn't give me. Like I wanted all those things. Yeah. And like, 
never going to get them. So I don't see why I, that's yeah. why it's easier for me to sometimes just cut off contact. Like, cause I've tried everything. Like we've tried to be friends. Like we've hung out, like we've tried for so long, but it's like, it's unhealthy at this point to stay connected. Right. Sure. And that's and the thing. And you yeah. have to, yeah, you have to read yourself and you have to know what's healthy for you because yeah. it's not going to be beneficial for either one of you. If you take on the burden of carrying someone else's stress and problems when you're not healed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know, I get you that. Pray for your enemies. Yeah. You okay. just gotta keep them on your prayer yeah, list. You do. Like you prayer do. List. So that, <laughs> yeah. let's bring that into a wrap up question. Okay, <laughs> these are great. I know where you are now. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Currently, mm-hmm. in the in this stage in life, relationship wise, career wise, just life wise, where are you? Yeah. Um. Very single. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Which is, but can be a great thing. Can be a great stage because, of life. And you're young. You should yeah. be single. No, I Girl. know. And I think that I it gives me time to like focus on a lot of things that I'm trying to do. So not that I, I'm trying to open myself up to it because I feel like I've been kind of closed off from all that because like I'm like, oh my God, that just sounds like a lot to try to do again and I'm so I'm like open to it now I'm trying because I like I do some coaching with some single girls and like six of them are getting married and so I'm like wow I must be good at this for other people why the (laughs) frick can't I do it for myself (laughs) it's easier I'm gonna tell you something it's easier to focus on other people than it is on yourself so I'm like if clearly though if I can do that for others I can do it for myself so I'm trying to focus on that I guess I don't know. Good. Uh, well, hey, in that whole situation that you went through with your friend with benefits um would you have done anything differently and if you could have looking back what would you have done differently? Um well at the time when all that happened we had been like to get like we had stopped the friends with benefits and like for about that last year we were like together like we're like we're only so that's why it hurt a little bit more when he Mm. did that and Mm. I um I'm not and I honestly am not innocent in all this either like I did some shady things too and so if I could have changed anything I would have never hooked up with him in the first place I would have kept him as my best friend because that's what I miss the most like I'll Mm -hmm. cry right now because he was my best friend like he helped me with through a lot of family stuff and mm-hmm. through a lot of stuff. And so I would have never severed that friendship. Mm-hmm. I would have just stayed friends with him. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. That complicated things a lot. But then the, mm-hmm. the show friends came out and you were like, <sighs> yeah. Did y'all not like see that? Like apparently Jennifer Aniston and him are really dating in real life. Is that true? No. Wait, I Jen- don't know, no. but no. Ross and Rachel are together in real life. In real life, David David Schwimmer? Schwimmer? No, they're not. I seen it on the tabloids last week. Y'all check it. Okay, well, if you saw it in the tabloids, and it's got to be true, it's true. Then, okay, is that some shit you saw at like a like a Ingalls uh, aisle, like the checkout line in Habersham? Yeah, if it's next Instagram. Yeah, well, if it's next to the Mentos and the chapstick. Mm -hmm. It's true. That's what it's that's those what, the rules. Yeah, that's actually the Habersham's logo on their billboard. 
Okay. It's, it's honestly trash, but it's so be- it's really is con- the country is beautiful. Is about the tabloids or the town? Habersham. I Habersham. Think Habersham. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And Montana, before you before you plug your amazing podcast and everything you go on, on uh, our most important question that we must get to the nitty gritty of of every episode. Very important. Very important. In a, in a different life, if if Montana was cheated on again. Would you rather your significant other cheat on you with somebody hotter or not or hotter than you? This segment is called Hotter or Notter. And mm-hmm. and or in addition to your reason now, please. Um honestly, I wish it would have been a girl that was hotter. Cool. Okay. Would that have been <laughs> easier? Would that have been easier to deal with? You got gotcha. you. Okay. okay. All right. right. Well, there we go. Okay. So (laughs) Montana, we can't thank you enough for sharing uh, this, this deep story that you were going to take to the grave that now Catherine has pulled out of you twice um, in a recorded setting. So that's great. And thank you for that. So real quick, how can our listener get to you? How can they follow you, support you, all that stuff? We've, you've got a podcast, talk about that and talk about where they can follow you online. I do have a podcast. It feels weird to talk about it on this podcast, but it's fine. Um, that's what, it's that's what this is for. Podcast. Say, <laughs> sorry, uh, say it again. I was interrupting you. Say it again. It's called Tana Talks Podcast. It's based, It's just creative stories, uh, stories about people's lives. Um, figuring it out, trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. You can. I have uh, everywhere else is just Montana Duran. I do like comedy sometimes and some coaching and okay. I make TikToks sometimes they're very cringe but I'm confident with it so it's fine um <laughs> honestly also, thank you I for think, having me Lace. No, I think I've been no. saying your name wrong the whole time because I, I put the emphasis on the O in the front so it's what Duran Duran, Duran. I've been saying Doran why didn't you correct me okay. I, uh, it's not okay because it happened to me my whole life so I just like sure. answer to whatever no. I'm just very submissive, you know? No, Duran, <laughs> Duran, like the band, Duran, Duran. Duran, Got Duran, it. yeah. No, Montana, because literally Duran. people do it all the time. I okay. also just like, it doesn't make sense to be Duran, but, you know? <laughs> okay, all right. But hey, you've conquered through it. That's right, you've made yeah. it through. This was fun. No, Thank this is so much fun. I feel like a million pounds have been lifted off of me. Honestly. I love that. Yeah, that's good. That's all we want to hear. Well, hey, yeah. we can't thank you enough. That's super fun. Um, y'all, please go check out Tana Talks podcast and uh, follow Montana online. Thank you, babe. I love you guys. We love Do you. Love- Bye. Bye. All right, Catherine. So we had Montana on, and she has she has left our screen. Uh, that was a great. That was a great episode. Great up. Now we have a new segment that we wrap up the episodes with. We yes. can call it "We're Positively Spinning Out of Control." Maybe it's uh, too long. Maybe we'll I think change it. It's. I think most of the things that we do are too long, including all of our podcast episodes, which is sure. why our dear friend from the Upside, Jeff Dollar, gave us some really good production notes, and uh, that is why we're adding some more segments. Um, and we're really trying to trim this thing down. You know, it's tough. It gets out of control. It's like a sasquatch, you know? It yeah. just it's, uh, it, it grows be, and grows. It grows and grows and grows. It 
you know, but it takes a village to keep it um, under control. So in a cage. (laughs) Yeah. So this is our positive spin, which you are uh, lovingly calling. We're positively spinning out of control. Out of control. Love it. Big Um, fan. After losing to Montana's story, where she is now. I Mm -hmm. I think I have my own opinion, but give me yours first. Oh, no, you go. You go first, and then I'll go. All right. Well, I'll just say this. I know, because I I did her podcast, and she kind of told me her story um about she gave she kind of briefly went into this whole situation and she was like and that's kind of where I started doing comedy she got into church and then I know that she her first experience doing comedy was at a I think a youth event for church Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that and she talked about being single etc and uh now she's doing this podcast where she talks about finding herself and she's in a bunch of different stuff and I'm like I'm kind of like related to my own journey I was doing, I was doing obviously comedy before I got cheated on, but Mm -hmm. I felt like like once I left that relationship, once you got out of that relationship, you kind of just, there's like a point in where you, where you're like, Oh, don't give any more F's. Like, right. Oh, totally. Shitty shit happens. Yep. And I'm just going to do my thing now. And like, I think you just, you in it, like you have to go through those little shitty moments in life where you're you're like totally in on somebody or you're totally in on uh this like this goal or whatever and then it all falls apart and then once it falls apart you're like oh if the worst can happen then why not just do whatever the hell yes a thousand percent i agree so much with that because same thing when i broke up with my ex that you know the catalyst for this podcast uh that is exactly right after that is when i and i've said it on the podcast a million times but i'll say it again that's when i you know quit my job that i was at that was unhealthy i started stand-up comedy uh just changed my whole life around and i needed that but it, it is you almost it's like we all have this like this uh, perfect idea of how things should go and it's like i think that she I don't want to call it an obsession. I don't think that's it, but I think she glorified their relationship. And she like, like she said in the podcast, you know, uh, I thought this was the one, this was it. Like I wanted this to work and you you put like all your, your hopes and dreams into that person. Yeah. You're putting all your eggs in that basket and you're like, okay, this is it. But then if, if there, if a crack shows, and not like in a plumber bends over in their crack shows, oh, but like oh. once there is a crack in that dream or that, that perfect, you know, thing that you see ahead of you, then you're able, like you said, to go, oh, well, if the worst can happen, then I can do anything and I'm stronger than I thought that I was. So I think that's the positive spin is that she needed to have that perfect, you know, vision ruined a little bit. Yeah, so that she could go, not afraid, oh, then, yeah. Then you're not scared anymore. If shit happens, you get over it. You're like, well, if the worst happens again, I, I know I can get over it. You can get through it because you got through it before. And that's, yeah. I think, essentially is the positive spin. I mean, that's, I feel like that's a positive spin to most of our stories. But I think specifically with hers, she needed to open up and become a little freer because she had, you know, she, like she said, she ate lunch in the bathroom at her new school and felt like an outsider and was letting people kind of, you know, step all over her, you know, and, uh, she needed that. And now I feel like she's way stronger today. And she found Jesus in other terms, people lose Jesus. And, you know, you you know, some people are better. Each their own. (laughs) 
to each their own, you know? She needed to yeah. get out of one relationship uh, and into another one with mm, Jesus. Correct. Yes. Correct. Yes. There we go. <laughs> okay. That was a good positive spin. And uh, it's okay, y'all. What we're trying to say is crack is not whack. Um, crack can be, you know, it could be positive. Yeah. Fall into the crack. <laughs> it's a great way to end. That's it. Bye, y'all. Toodles. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you have.